This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was good news. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is the year 2019. We did it, folks. Happy New Year, everybody. We did it. 2019. Hopefully your New Year's hangovers have passed. Oh, truly. You're getting back into the rhythms of what a year actually feels like. The holidays are behind us. Exactly. Right. You come out of the holiday haze. You're like, oh, yeah, real life is back. Right. I get restless over the holidays. Yes. They feel too long. Yep. No <laughs> For doubt. me, Adam, I'm sure, Billy, you feel the same way. No My doubt. motor moves faster than the calendar does right. i need a good day of rest i think i'm back and i'm, I'm good. ready to get back I'm good and it doesn't help when the holidays land on tuesdays brutal yeah brutal christmas on a tuesday new year's eve on a tuesday weeks are lost yeah. weeks are bisected no yeah. one is everyone's tired and sleepy including me but i'm antsy and restless now is this because Oy. we don't have real jobs yes Got it. <laughs> i think that's a hard yes because when you live your life in a pseudo vacation exactly when monday through friday all bleeds into one i don't have structure ever anyway Right. So yeah, my just... barista, my local barista, great start, LA, uh, great start to a sentence. Said, I, "It's so weird. Like, I have no idea, like, what day of the week it is." And I just wanted to tell them, like, That's... I haven't known what day of the week it is in fifteen years. I don't know what day of my life it is. Right. What week of the any? Right. Well, like, I don't know any of. Like, this. I when I see like families on vacation in like Florida yes. or somewhere, I'm, I'm just like. You guys are on a proper vacation. Yes. You're le- you're away from work. Yes. And all of these things. Yes. I don't know what that feels don't, like. What does away from work mean? Right. What is work? Right. Yeah, like it is. Yeah. I, so I think that like if we had regular nine to fives, we'd be like, the holidays are great. Yeah. What a two weeks on a Tuesday. Little, beautiful. Great. Come on. You're just going to give us the whole week off. To us, it's like, but what do I do then? But I email on but Wednesdays. But I email on Wednesdays. But, but I'm hopeful on Wednesdays. Oh, Bill. That <laughs> but, is so But that's funny. where my hope But I wake up early, I email. (laughs) I hope to push the needle forward on Wednesdays. So funny. Right. And dead on true. Right. But I don't make any money on Wednesdays, but I try. (laughs) But I try. That's the day I try. Right. So absolutely. So I am frankly not happy to see the holidays go, but like, goodbye. Is there runoff? Ready to jump back in. Is there runoff like the first few weeks of the year? Like... Like, does do, do industry start back on, like, January 8th or whenever we're, like, back in the office? I wonder about that. You mean, like, is there, like, a lag time? Yeah, post like, just a long, just like, we've been away. Like, it's the beginning of the year. It's like a new, like, financial quarter. Yes, exactly. You know, like, there's less urgency on this. Or are people, like, back at it? I wonder. Again, I wonder. I wonder what it's like. I remember my parents... School teachers retired now, but they yeah. like were school teachers, yeah. and they rel- they relished vacation, and Same. they never. I yep. mean, they got to a point in their career where they never wanted to go back to right. school, right? And it was just like they would just languish forever. And I think they enjoyed that sort of that sort of downtime, right? And there was a, sort of a natural mental lag. You do have to like kick off the dust a little bit, right? To just like get back and like get sharp and right. like be ready. But people. We all want a sense of purpose in this world. I think so. Right? I think so. And jobs generally provide that. Yes. Right. That is what jobs provide. Okay. 
We wish we had that. <laughs> I guess right. I guess the subtext is: Do you guys have any jobs? Yeah, there? do you have any jobs for us? Billy and Adam at gmail.com. Let us know. Let us know, please. It is a beautiful thing though, because in lieu of having a regular nine to five, which you and I have essentially never had, right. uh, we are in the. And I'm not being snarky whatsoever. I mean this completely sincerely. We're in the beautiful, blissful, glorious position. The thing I did most often over a break was this with you. Yes, it's true. This was, <laughs> it's my, like, this was my constant. <laughs> like it's this, true. you have to create your own normal schedule. Yeah, routines. Yeah, no doubt. So I rely on this a lot. Yeah, I was like, I can't, Meg. I have to podcast. Right? I'm Isn't a, that a I great feeling? I have to do this. That's thing. a podcast. We go so downtown rarely. We so rarely have to do X. Go meet Bill and talk to him, which I would be doing anyway. <laughs> right. But now Billy will be wearing headphones. Right. <laughs> Billy the... will be turning knobs as we <laughs> so, as we talk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, like we said, it was it's 2019 now. Yes. 2018 was the year that it was. Bye bye. We've all seen it. We all experienced mm-hmm. it. We're going to leave it exactly where we found it. <laughs> Thank you for your contributions, 2018. <laughs> um, we mentioned it in a couple p- previous podcasts. Bit of a heavy year. Starts at the top. A lot going on. A lot going on. A lot going on. Every year is a heavy year, but this last one was uh, a bit tumult. 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 It can, Tumultuous. And it beat people down. Yeah. And um, we wanted to start this uh, year off on a positive foot. Yes. Stumbled onto an article. Yep. Uh, can't really fact check it to say exactly how true all of these things it's are, but it's jump. an article well, it's on an the article. internet. It's an article. It has cute pictures. I'm looking at it right now, so it's real. And the spirit of the article. Adam, are you, do you have the headline in front of you? Right here. Can you read it to us? It says, I'm honestly fed up with all the bad news, so I illustrated the best news of 2018. Right. Best news. Best news. Yes. And so this person, and it's on from the website Board Panda. Correct. Okay. This person listed 50 things that happened this year yeah. that is good news. Good news news which we could all use and so that will be today's episode topic scroll through the list see some good news that happened in our previous year that's right and uh just check in with it for a second it's certainly easy for me uh as a twitter addict news consumer to essentially only focus on the dire dour abysmal right uh news for the gloomy forecast of and that's what, what the happened. news wants <laughs> yeah that's true that's, that's ex- the news industry that's literally what the news industry wants keep them scared keep them sad yes keep uh, them tuned in it works for me I'm yes. scared sad and tuned in yes. so here we go yeah but uh, but this is a wonderful antidote right and it is nice to be reminded that oh yeah like not everything is horrible right not everything is uh, nuclear war isn't imminent but like there's lovely things going on as well correct yes and so we're going to put a little focus on those things today yes. um, so there's a list of 1 through 50 yes Adam what do you say you and I just go back and forth pick a number and then we learn. Love it. Okay, great. Love it. I'll pick the first number. Go. Let's start with 21. Okay, great. My soccer and basketball number. Love this, Billy. So I'm going to scroll down to 21. Okay. Here we go. Scrolling, scrolling, and landing. Adidas okay. recently revealed it has sold more than 1 million pairs of sneakers made from ocean plastic oh, wow. with its partnership with Parley. I don't know what Parley is. Okay. But Adidas is ma- 1 million pairs of sneakers made from ocean plastic. Wow. Talk about upcycling. Yeah. Upcycling. That's been your kind of buzzword. <laughs> I just learned it, and I feel like compelled to repeat it. Sure. Not just recycling. Right. Upcycling. That's a big problem. Uh, have you heard about this, like, island in the ocean made of plastic? Um, Only vaguely. Right. Is that a metaphor, or is that real I and literal? I think it's real. Oh, God. Where, it, like, the tides have just constantly been pulling all of the ocean's plastic, oh, and it has now created a land mass. God almighty. 
Like, part of me is impressed. Did you buy it, like, good? good? Like, is that no. a Burning Man exhibit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, but they turned is... plastic waste... Into sneakers. Into sneakers. Over a million times. Okay. That's really cool. Okay. That's very, very cool. You don't usually hear about uh, companies doing good. Yes, that's right. You know what I mean? Would you, as a sneaker wearer, yeah. have any concerns whatsoever with wearing sneakers that you knew had were plastic? No. Or were... Of course not. Like, Whatever. ask me where my sneakers started Don't know. otherwise. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like I don't a tire? <laughs> exactly. I don't, I'm I fine think, with it. I think I assume all my sneakers come from the ocean. That's nice. I don't, yeah. So Adidas. So Nike had the big Colin Kaepernick thing. They did. Where it was kind of just like they're going to put their flag in the ground and say that we stand by this man and so, what he believes in. Socially conscious. Yeah. And it's nice to hear that Adidas, another massive corporation that I'm sure does things wrong at times. Of course, of course. Also has a bit of integrity in their back pocket and wants to do the environment some good. Sounds pretty good to me. Cheers. Sounds pretty good. Cheers, Adidas. Okay, great. Good work. Thanks, Adidas. Thanks, Adidas. Adam, pick me a number. Okay, let's go 13. Bar Mitzvah. Wow. Let's do it. Okay, 13. Mitzvah me, Bill. Usually a cursed number, Okay, but we are <laughs> going to... Okay, fuck that trend. Portugal. Okay. Portugal. Okay. Portugal has banned the use of wild animals in circuses by 2024 Good. with a new law passed by parliament. Okay, great. Portugal has banned the use of wild animals in circuses by 2024. Great. Okay. Let's just figure that out for a second, though. Wild animals. I wonder what the discrepancy that they're that they're making is. Right. Like wild as in like no lions, tigers, bears, oh my. Yeah, you'd imagine that you can't go to the safari, trap a tiger, sedate it to death, and then just teach it what to do in the circus. Well, that's but great. But where do you get the tigers from? From. Well, yeah, those tigers, zoos are bad. Zoos are – or circuses. circuses. I'm sorry. Circuses are bad. weird. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Like that's all weird. Bears aren't supposed to ride tricycles. Definitely not. It's it's hor- It's like innate animal abuse. Right. Obviously. Right. I mean, so evidently and grossly and obviously. We've rewired animals to just make them do this. It's It's totally crazy. Yes. But my only question is, what are animals that aren't wild animals in the that's, zoo? This is what I want to know, right. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know what that means. But that's that's great. How, when's the last time you were at it? I, have, I went to maybe one circus, maybe as a kid. Barnum and Bailey's were always like, come through Albany. Right. I mean, like, go to the thing. And I went once and I was like, I don't. I don't know if I like this. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if this is my thing. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, two circus stories come to mind. Yes. One, uh, <laughs> I was a young kid. I can't even like place where we were. I want to yeah. say it was the NASA Coliseum. I'm not sure. Yes. Uh, a zebra was asked to jump through a ring of fire, as zebras <laughs> are wont to do. A ring... <laughs> Not just a ring. No. It's also burning. No. Let's make this striped horse jump through it. No. Striped horse is running up at the ring of fire. Everyone's about to go ooh and ah. Striped horse zebra gets scared, spooked, runs away, runs up into the audience. (laughs) And now we've got chaos in the building. Come on, baby. Zebras... (laughs) I'll tell you where zebras aren't supposed to be. In the Nassau Coliseum, obviously. Surrounded by humans. not in the crowd. Not in the crowd. Double, double obviously. <laughs> now we have a scared zebra running amok. And I got scared humans. Right. Yes. I think that was the end of that show. Call it 15 That's years crazy, later. Bill. Now I'm like 22. Yes. Living in Long Island. Yes. Primary concern. Or maybe not even 22. Probably like 18. Yes. Girls. Yes. I want a girlfriend. Yes. So... I find out by way of some sort of like social chain yes. that the girl I like <laughs> is going to the zoo. Okay. I think again at the Nassau Coliseum. Okay, great. I'm an older guy, older than I was for like a zoo kid. Yes. I mean a circus. Circus, kid. yes. Um, regardless, I grab my best friend, Steve yes. Corvetti. Yes. And I'm like, yo, listen, X, this girl, is uh, going to Nassau Coliseum. Yes. I'm trying to find her. Yes. Roll with me. Yes. And he's like, word, let's yes. go. Let's drink in the parking lot yes. and then go to the circus. Great. <laughs> 
So that's what we did. Just drink in the parking lot. Go to the circus. Right. <laughs> Except that what Bill didn't consider is that like 12,000 people were going to the circus. Plenty. It's not like seven of us where I'm definitely going to see this girl. It's not a pumpkin patch. Now, I'm, yeah. now me and Steve are just drinking in the parking lot. About to watch, like, the circus? Surrounded by many children. Right. Yeah. We get to our seats, and within, like, eight minutes, we're both asleep. <laughs> we literally both fell asleep and woke up when the circus That's was over. That's hilarious, Billy. And so that was my circus going That's experience. hysterical. Right. But, like, to me, it's always – I have never been a huge – I, I – Ne- didn't grow up with pets. I have a frantic energy that often spooks animals. So animals and I have a bit of a contentious relationship. Right. Of course, I love animals. But it is always weird to me. Like recently, I want to say it was at one of these college football games this past weekend where they like unleashed an eagle. The bald eagle. The bald that was, eagle. That was Clemson, Notre Dame. Clemson, Notre Dame. At the game, they like unleashed an eagle to soar around the arena. And it landed on the wrong person. Yeah, like, and how is that not expect? Like, I just like it's so hubristic and arrogant of us humans like bring these animals in our buildings and right. let them run amok and expect it to all go it fun. should these work are out free wild animals right what are you doing it's just so weird the day I, the animals turn on the humans it's just so bizarre right it's like that's not how bears react no, that's not how tigers behave not at all right so anyway good for portugal no more wild animals right in circuses and good for california we talked about it right that's before. right it's a perfect segue California also just banned in any pet store, you cannot sell a dog, cat, or rabbit unless it was from a shelter or rescued. Yes. There is no Only more. rescue animals in pet shops. This is to kind of deter or just basically stop puppy mills from Duh. happening where it's just like complete farm, like factory farming puppies, dogs, and rabbits. Not to be all like Black Mary about it, but it's just like, what do you, if, if we were not the most evolved species, like, how would you like it, human being? Right. Like, if the whales could, they would do this to us, and how would you feel like, right. have some empathy? Right. I understand that, like, we have the most evolved brains, and we have language, so, like, we kind of run the planet. Right. But, like, get real, my God. Right. A little interspecies empathy. Right. Jesus. But where are all these animals coming where from? Where do they come from? I still want to know, like, if it's still a rescue or a shelter animal, that where does that, that, that starts from one of these puppy mills? So, essentially, this is trying to stop stores from going directly to a puppy mill. I think Correct? so. I think so. Buying from the source. I think so. Um, I'll say one funny thing. I know that I mentioned this to you. So Maggie and I just moved to Pasadena, and a funny little daily tradition, I know that I mentioned this to you, is that like every single day, literally every day, between like four, almost exactly mm. like 445 mm. PM, there is a definitely loud parrot. Just a flock, huge flock of parrots soar over Pasadena and make a deafening, deafening sound. Right. And it's like, this is so weird. And it happened the d- first day we got there. I was like, and every day, every parrots. single day. It was like, this is so weird. Why does this happen? And we were told that a local pet store burned down. Yep. Years ago, yep. the parrots escaped, yep. had bred, mm. and this is the result. Parrots. Like, wow. Because parrots don't belong outside yeah. to me. It's so weird. I don't know parrots to be outside. <laughs> I know. Right. It's really, it's a bizarre thing. So the human-animal relationship is fascinating to me. So right. I applaud you, Portugal. Right. Very well Steps done. Steps in the right direction. Very good. First act break. Okay. Parrots. <laughs> <laughs> parrots. Parrots just don't understand? We've already played yeah. it. <laughs> I was there, too. We've already played it. Parrots. Parrots. Yes. Uh, if not parrots, green birds, Pasadena, mm. animals, the animals. Little Old Lady in Pasadena, the classic Beach Boy song? I don't know it. Little Old Lady in Pasadena. Yeah? It's a Beach Boy song. <laughs> Should we play Little Old Lady in Pasadena? Let's do it. You're feeling it? Yeah. Great. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. The little old lady from Pasadena. Go, 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 go
to no joke that was the beach boys little old lady from pasadena little old man <laughs> little, is yeah. little old always associated with lady little <laughs> little old, little little old man little old man i've, I've heard, heard old, old, man. Little old man yeah yeah have you ever called somebody old man but like in an insulting way no yeah I hey did, old man i did once and the guy hated it how what was the context he almost hit me with his car Hey, he old was, man. He was pulling out of the like a like a Whole Foods or something yes. in reverse and just not paying attention. Yes. And he was coming closer and I was like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. And then he like slammed on the brakes when I yelled at him. Yes. And then I walked up to him in his window. I was like, watch where you're driving, old man. <laughs> and he did, did not, not like, like being called old man. Who would? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes. But he, he like I, I didn't know what he was gonna look like. And yes. when he looked at me, I was like, It's an old man. It's an old man. Call him old, old man. Old man. Right. Say what it is. Right. I know that we a few episodes ago discussed idioms. Yeah. Uh, and one of my favorite wrinkles of the English language is that old man, my old man right. means my father. Yeah. But my old lady means my, my wife. wife. Huh. <laughs> so the old man's old lady is your mom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that's so that's right. my old man, and that's, that's my, my old, old man's, man's old lady. Old lady. Old my lady. mom. Why? Well, like, <laughs> it's just always a wrinkle. I never. Quite, I was like, why can't? That yeah. doesn't seem right. My, my old man is my dad. Right. My old lady is my wife. But calling your dad the old man is okay. But calling the man who almost hit you with the car the old man is not, not okay. okay. They get mad. A wrinkle in time. A wrinkle in time. Once again, nine. we are talking about good news. <laughs> We were talking about good news. Yes. Uh, whose turn is it, Adam? Is it mine? I think it's your turn, Bill. Okay, great. Let's go with number 50. 50 all the way to the bottom. Scroll, yeah. scroll, scroll. Let's scroll, see it. Scroll, scroll. 
Scroll. Here we go, Bill. Don't you worry. I'm getting there, buddy. I'm getting there. I'm the one who picked 50. 50. Okay. At a historic summit meeting, the leaders of North and South Korea pledged to rid the peninsula of nuclear weapons and to end the Korean War. That's that's great. Yeah. yeah that's great. Uh, you buy it? No. No. Me not, not, not at all. Yeah. Not the reason why I picked 50 yeah. is because I imagine that at some point this list maker was at 30. <laughs> Running out. And they're like, these are still pretty strong. I bet I can squeeze in another 10. Easy. And then he got to 40 or she got to 40. And out. they were like... I'm get, this is still good, but it's is 40 a good list? Yes. What will make people click? Yes. I can get this to 50. My I uncle know. Mike turned 70 this year. <laughs> right. It's like, right. starts to become personal news. Huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. That's, That's good. good. Glo- That's good. Globally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Um, but North Korea and South Korea agreed to disarm, essentially? Yeah. Stop a war? Yes. They certainly they certainly made a show of that, didn't they? Yes. I would. I personally am a little more skeptical that North too. Korea has halted their nuclear ambitions. Right. But uh, it was nice of them to make a performance out of it, certainly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good piece of advice. Don't trust psychopaths. Don't trust Don't take psychopaths. psychopaths at their word. No. Simple as that. No. Right. Um, each one of these list items comes with an illustration, okay. which makes it fun. Yes. Thank you, Board Panda. Okay. This one has a funny little illustration of Kim Jong-un. really reminds me, he is the famousest person with a butt cut. A true butt cut. A butt cut? A true butt cut. You ever Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> you part it down the middle, you're calling it a butt cut? That's the only thing I've ever... Hold up, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> right a down butt? the middle. Wait. The 90s rider like strong. A butt cheek? Yeah, two cheeks. Bang. Jesus. <laughs> the butt cut. Miss. The butt cut. No, I'm familiar when you say it. Ryder Strong, everyone in the 90s had. Jonathan Taylor Thomas had. Come on. You called it butt cut at your house? Only. I don't know what in else it would be called. In the halls of High? Butt cut, baby. Butt cut? <laughs> I'm surprised. Different than a bowl surprised. cut? Say it again. Different than a bowl cut. Way different. A bowl cut is straight all the way around. No part. I get that. There's no, no part, part in a bowl cut. Just pure bang. Right. Butt cut is... Split down the middle. Right down the middle. Split down Loop the middle. Loop it to the left. Right hemisphere, Loop it left to the hemisphere. Right. Yeah, the butt golden cut. arches. The golden arches. Butt cut. Only. That's the only thing I've ever really noted as. Okay. A butt... <laughs> a butt cut yeah that's almost <laughs> one of the most interesting things i've learned in 2018 got it right under the wire that feels like like words that i would be saying a butt cut nice Bill. butt cut dweeb <laughs> nice butt cut dweeb is what we might say to kim jong-un okay yeah he promises to figure things out with south korea bill doesn't buy it hit me with number 37 bill hit me with your best shot hit me with your best 37. shot 37 right. the number that my friend matt delaney in high school always designated as the the most random number yeah it's like prime. you need a random it's number definitely prime 37 there's nothing i'm doing nothing with 37 <laughs> that's right here's another one though okay ethiopia okay and eritrea okay have you heard of that country nope it's a country ethiopia eritrea borders reopens 20 years after war and bad blood. Well, that sounds wonderful. I am wholly ignorant as to what that entire right. situation, but that, that's great. That does color, though, the dumbass um, in the White House yes. who wants to just close borders uh, forever. He's a monster. And yeah. it, it can really go to show how quickly that dumb little thing can escalate into 20 years later. Yeah. These two countries have a wall between them. Seriously. You know what I mean? Yes. Where it's just like, we've like decided to put a wall between these two countries. Yeah. And these two have gotten past it. Yeah. It, get, it gets to the point where also I get so discouraged, like the Middle East and everything. It's like some of these wars seem interminable and never ending as though they started when humanity started and they'll end when humanity ends. Right. It's just like these nations at war. Right. Forever. Right. Eternally always. So right. it is really... 
gratifying and really, really inspiring to see that like long-standing conflicts can ultimately actually be resolved. Right. They can actually resolve themselves. Right. I get. I can get kind of dire and hopeless about some of these long-standing global right. conflicts ever resolving ever. You're right. Ever. We, <laughs> it's like the like the news industrial complex makes us just think about the wars and the fighting. Yeah. But behind the scenes, there are countries that are trying to improve relations. Diplomacy does exist. It can work. Right. It has worked. Right. It can't, like, better intentions and the, the better side of humanity can can prevail. Right. It takes time. Right. It takes, like, many regime changes and, unfortunately, like, costs lives. Right. But uh, but it can happen. So that's nice. Yeah. That's really nice You just to know. don't hear about stuff like that. You just don't. You just don't. I guess that's the nature of this list. Right. <laughs> Let's go with 15. Steve 15? Corbetti's favorite number. All right. Yep. This is for you, Steve. Thank you. That's for you, Stevie. All right, scroll getting there to Steve. Getting there, scroll, scroll to number Steve. Steve. Okay, here we go. The Ocean Cleanup Project hopes to remove fifty percent of the plastic in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. There you go. In Got five it. years. Wow. Hopes to remove half of the plastic in that trash heap in five years. Yeah. Here's hoping. Yeah. That'd be cool. The, we talk about, like, uh, global warming and all yeah. these things that almost sometimes can feel a little like, well, I can't see it. Yes. Like, I can't, like, I like yeah. I know that you can, but you can't, like, see yes. the heat changing yes. and stuff per se. Yes. But the oceans do look like shit. Take a look. Yeah, there's plenty of just, like, real, like, you can just go up to certain, like, where waves are crashing in, and it's just, like, that foam. Take a look at and it. And the trash that's yeah. just amounting. There's garbage everywhere. And it's nice to see uh, proactive ways to attack that problem truly yeah yeah no it's it's really really i was er good i was scrolling through this list earlier there's another one that i don't know if we'll land on but i thought it was interesting yeah uh it's like such a simple little easy fix yes Uh, simple i don't know (laughs) relatively simple uh on this problem which is those six-pack rings yes that uh used to you know suffocate turtles other animals yeah Yeah, right they would like stick their head in them they and it was just impossible to get it off it's a real problem yeah now companies, some companies, I wish I could be more specific, but some companies are making six-pack holders that are edible. Whoa! For animals. Oh, so smart. Made yeah. out of, like, sugar glass or, like, yeah. something. Something that decomposes something oh, easily. Great. And there's something like food. I don't know if it needs to be food. Yeah. Cool that it is. Yeah. But just the fact that, like, we're trying to attack it. We're don't trying. get me wrong. I love ripping those six-packs. Ripping. I love ripping them. I try to choke myself out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> A very satisfying. Uh, yes. Right. Something I saw recently, I think it was yesterday, maybe, Jake, uh, 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 Chuck Todd, host that show Meet the Press, right. NBC. Yeah. They did a thing this past Sunday that was an hour all about climate change. And, like, it seems obvious to us and just, like, evidently and, like, duh, like, 20 years too late. And there is a too little too late element to it. However, we, we live now. We have to do what we can now. Yes, of course. And, like, he dedicated the whole hour to just climate change, had a bunch of experts and scientists on, and he said – the clip that was sort of circling the internet, he was like, one thing that we're going to do today is discuss climate change. That's what we're going to do. One thing we're not going to do is debate the veracity or truth. We're not going to debate whether or not there is climate change. Right. We're going to take that for granted. And it's just – it was re- sadly refreshing right. to be like, well, right. We're going to start from uh, the assumption, the assumption of truth and the science-based, <laughs> fact-based community. We agree right. humans have an impact on climate and we're going to move from there as opposed to debating – having climate change deniers on to even debate the quote-unquote other side. I was like, okay, nice. Right. And it's weird, and it's 
And it's a unfortunate that that is a revelatory thing for a network television station to do. But unfortunately, it is. But at least that's a step in the right direction. And debate just for the past few years has become very popular. Yeah. I first like stumbled into debate trending up when ESPN, like behind the scenes, started uh, this like mantra hmm. called embrace debate, really? which essentially was and this was like coming out of the Stuart Scott, Kenny Mayne years where the, this was just like we're reporting the hmm. facts. What started happening with the PTIs and around the horns of the world was we're going to loft out a headline and you guys are just going to debate. Just debate. Skip like, Bayless and Stephen uh, A. Smith. Just keep it. And like even like like real reporters, it was just like enter debate is entertainment. Yeah. And they started making – ESPN, like the majority of their programming just started being like – this football player is like going to run for 100 yards this week. Debate that whether or not that's true. Yes. And it started to get to a place where it was like, oh, everything can be debated. Yes, exactly. And the news, like then the news started having these like panel shows and yeah. talking head shows. Where, like, I'm going to loft out something. Everyone debate your point of view or what your team argues. Because that makes good TV. That's entertaining to watch. No doubt. But what starts happening is that we start to believe that everything can and should be debated. That's exactly right. When in fact, that is not true. That's right. Some things are facts and need to be treated as facts so that we can solve problems. We've lost the sense of proportionality where when you're talking about, like, is Saquon Barkley going to win Ricky there? Like, that's a fun debate. Sure. sure. Like, yes or no. And valid right. points on both sides. Like, cool. Right. But once that sort of, like, exactly what you just said, that spirit of everything is debatable. Everything is up for debate. Once that that's slides not over that into is not science, true. that's dangerous. That is not true. Not true. Correct. <laughs> everything is not up for debate. No. Some things, like, even if, real. even if you want to debate it. And you, you can, but you, you, we cannot allow certain people to just say, like, your every opinion matters. That's right. Because sometimes not every opinion matters. That's exactly right. Sometimes we have experts and specialists because it's not a opinion. That's right. And that is what has been so complicated in terms of the media and journalism covering this particular presidential regime is because like when the person at the top is full of lies and mis and false truths and d and dumb he's dumb yeah and he doesn't know but he's the president mm, so or he does or he so does and his sociopathic tendencies is like this works some combination of ignorance and malevolence right. some combination that he exists sort of in the in the venn diagram of them both right but because he's the president i i suppose what he says is news what we have to report on what he says we have to parrot what he says but so it's this really yep. unfortunate, complicated thing and it forces people like NBC and Meet the Press to be like, okay, for this hour, we're just going to like say the facts. Right. We're going to start from this place. We're not going to entertain right. the other quote-unquote side of this debate that doesn't exist. Right. So that was nice. Yeah. But hey. Not everything needs to be debated. Definitely not. Let's have more facts in 2019. Absolutely. Second act break. Second act break. Second act break. Okay. Second fact break. Okay. Second fact break. That's right. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about now, Adam? <clears throat> We're talking we're ta about the climate, <laughs> and we're talking climate. about debate. We're talking about debate. We're talking about truth. We're talking about debate. Is there a is there a rap song? I'm thinking of a song. I can't quite remember a debate that's like a rap song that goes back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I got one. Yes, um, it's called "Fight of the Century" yes. by Keynes and Hayek. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Billy, we have to. No, and now we must. No, we must. Are you sure? Now we have to. A rap debate. Now we have to. Tee it up. 
Okay. Tee it up. So years ago. People know this, but just <laughs> just let them know quickly. Years ago, um, Billy and I were hired to portray dead economists John Maynard Keynes mm. and Frederick Hayek. Correct. Who have opposing economic points of view. So we're told. Ooh, 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 so we're you're told. Right. Yes, that's a rap debate. And uh, over the course of, I don't know, a few years, we would we recorded a couple of music videos. We've done some live performances. Yeah, the Madsen Money Conference. Maybe you've heard Maybe of it. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> Uh, and we <laughs> wore uh, truly obscene fake mustaches, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and this the song that we're about to play yeah. was one of the rap songs that were not was not written by us. Right. John Popola and Russ Roberts, sure. actually smart economists, sure. wrote these rap songs for Billy and I, Doofus's Supreme, to right. perform. Here's my question. Yes, songs are about forty five minutes each. <laughs> How do I do I just like play a snippet? I mean, this feels like a snippet, of, or do we go all in? If we go all in, this episode's fourteen. Are the hours songs long. literally like sit like six minutes? Oh long. yeah, you know, like a rap song. <laughs> I don't know, Bill. How did a um, seven-minute economics rap song go viral? Yeah, seven minutes—that breaks all the rules. And this is not tooting our horn, but this was an internet virus. Yes. This video went made the rounds. We woke up to four million hits and a lot of new fans. We were on like PBS Newshour, right? It was like it got. I there. found an old email from John Stossel. <laughs> Have you ever heard of John Stossel? No. He's a mustache. Fox guy, and he invited us on, and we oh. we politely declined. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Sossel, but we don't know about this. We moved to Los Angeles, and we're not coming back to New York to go on your show, Stossel. We're comedy rappers. We're not economy rappers. Not interested. Not interested. Thank you, not interested. <laughs> Great thing to say to somebody who you have no Thank interest you in. Not- Thank you, not interested. <laughs> Uh, um, all right. I leave it to you, Bill. I say we go snippet. We okay. can't We can't subject our sweet listeners to seven minutes. It's, of, a, lot. it's a lot. It's a lot. But there's two. There was Fight of the Century, <laughs> and then do you remember what the other one was called? Fear the Boom and Bust. Talk me. <laughs> okay. Fear, uh, fear the Boom. <laughs> which one are we doing, Ed? The second one? Yeah. With Eddie Murphy's brother? Eddie Murphy's brother's Eddie in the Mur- video. Okay, great. We'll just loft this one in there, too. Eddie Murphy's brother sings the hook. We're boxers. So, all right. All right, we're going to play Fight of the Century, a rap debate. Not everything needs to be debated. Here's a good example of that. 2.0. Same economists. Same beliefs. New microphones. New mustaches. Here we are, peace out, great recession. Thanks to me, as you see, we're not in a depression. Recovery, destiny, if you follow my lesson. Lord Keynes, here I come, line up for the procession. We brought out the shovels and we're still in a ditch and still digging. Don't you think it's time for a switch from that hair of the dog? Friend, the party is over. The long run is here. It's time to get sober. Are you kidding? My cure works perfectly fine. Have a look, the Great Recession ended back in 09. I deserve credit. Things won't have been worse. All the estimates prove it. I'll quote chapter and verse. Econometricians, they're ever so biased. Are they doing real science or confirming their bias? Their Keynesian models are tidy and neat, but that top-down approach is a fatal conceit. Which way should we choose? More bottom up or more top down? The fight continues. Gains in high excitement round. It's time to win. More from the top or from the ground? Let's listen to the great sections in high we could have done better had we only spent more Too bad that only happens when there's a world war You can carp all you want about stats and regression Do you deny World War II cut short the depression? Wow, one data point and you're jumping for joy The last time I checked, wars only destroyed There was no multiplier, consumption just shrank As we used scarce resources for every new tank Pretty perverse to call that prosperity 
ration meat, ration butter, a life of austerity. When that war spending ended, your friends cried disaster, yet the economy thrived and grew faster. Welcome back to No Joke. That was Kanson Hayek, as played by Billy and myself, mm. and the song Fight of the Century. That's right. That's right. I'm just going to put this out there. little chapter in our we life. We have a lot of comedy like fans and friends yeah. who listen to this podcast. Yeah. But maybe there's one or two of you out there who did like like the Keynes and Hayek song. <laughs> or maybe you even saw us at a live event yes. once as Keynes and Hayek. Yes. And if that's the case, A, thanks for listening. Yes, truly. But B, if we took a picture with you, please send it to us. Truly. We went to some of these economics conferences, and we were like Mickey and Minnie Mouse right. after, the, after the ride. Yes. And people would come running up to us. Yes. Like we were the real guys. Mascots. Yep. Mascots. Mascots. So and excited. Like kids seeing Mickey and Minnie, but these are 45, 55, 65-year-old men and women. Old ec- stoic economists. Right. Freaked out. That get to see their favorite dead macroeconomists here in Washington, D.C. See, for was, one weekend. It was amazing. Yeah. It was really amazing. Right. So, yes, if you have encountered the Keynes and Hayek uh, mystique in any way, please let us know. Specifically pictures. Yes, photos. We would because love to get we our we look like weird men. <laughs> the mustaches are the dominant. It's mustache forward. Right. It was almost mustache first, economic second. Right. It was all. You <laughs> it's, see, say what you see. <laughs> Say what you say, and I see a, like a bogus mustache. <laughs> um, we both need haircuts in yes. almost every single video we shot for them. We both clearly need yes. a haircut. But the feedback was absolutely outrageous, and just in terms of like how pervasive this video got, and like I know for a fact, we know for a fact just based on people telling us that like it's used frequently in economics college oh, classrooms yeah. to teach. Oh yeah, and it's just like a true teaching tool. And Keynes, my guy, <laughs> that was my guy. What was his first name? Frederick. I oh, think no, you're his Frederick. name was John Maynard. Keynes. John Maynard Keynes. That's me. <laughs> That's I guess, me. I guess he was a sex symbol in Brazil at some point. What? Because <laughs> Bill's <laughs> Facebook gets a lot of DMs from men in Brazil Billy. who say, like, Lord Keynes looking good. No. Many sexualized. No. Lord Keynes. Many sexualized messages, messages from men in Brazil no. who have a thing for Lord Keynes. Lord. And it's not for Billy. <laughs> it's for it's Lord, Lord Keynes. <laughs> But Billy somehow became, in this alternate universe, Lord Keynes. There was one person that took a photo of this afterwards, and I can't, in this moment, I can't remember. I think he or she was a Keynes head, not Hayek. Mm-hmm. Put me in a head, or was it you? Put one of us in a headlock. I think you're probably going in the headlock. I think I'm going to the headlock. Right. This was a Keynes fan that right. took uh, his or her right. fandom out on me, the avatar of Frederick Hayek. Well, they loved not the us. Real person. They loved. loved us. Loved. Like, can I pretend to kiss you on the cheek while yes. we, one guy who yes. was 160. 65 years old said to you, I knew you. Can you believe it? He said that to you, but he was talking to Hayek, the Austrian economy. He said, I knew you. I knew you. Scary. And it's like, sir, hey, I'm Adam. Man. You're I'm 145. Adam. <laughs> and I'm Adam. And I'm Adam. I gotta go. Right. Billy and I are leaving soon. We've mentioned this a bunch, but there was many, many a time in our lives where we would look at one another and say, where, where do, do we, we belong? belong? I don't know if it's at the <laughs> Manliness Economics the Conference. The Madsen Money Conference <laughs> in D.C. I don't know if it's here. But, but we, this video shoot, if you, d- if you did enjoy that song, please do look up the video. It was uh, hilarious, like two or three days. Billy and I had to go to, I believe it was Drew University in New Jersey yeah. where we shot that. Good job. 
and it was like a whole boxing motif. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. There was a the lot. Videos well made. Um, if you like that and you are kind of into economics or macroeconomics, uh, our most recent episode of Q and A with BA yes. kind of uh, goes all around that. It certainly does. We didn't have a lot of questions come in over the holiday season, so yep. we decided to focus on resolutions yep. for an episode, specifically yep. financial resolutions. It's a big thing. Take some uh, kind of concrete tips yep. from Ford, Forbes magazine yep. for people like us in yep. our kind of financial situation, yep. people like you in your financial situation, yep. and try and provide some tentpole things that we can all work towards in 2019 a little bit. to hopefully give us a little bit more financial freedom in the new year. Absolutely. If you are interested in learning more about that or just hearing more from Adam and I, yes. go to patreon.com yep. slash nojokepod. Yep. Once again, patreon.com slash nojokepod. For $5 a month, you get four episodes. They are comedy. They are helpful. They are question and answer. They are advice. Yep. And uh, we'd love your contributions. Send any questions our way, nojokepod at gmail.com or tweet at us at nojokepod. There you go. Great. Adam, pick a number. Okay, Bill, let's go, let's go, let's go 44. Wow. Syracuse University's famous jersey number 44. John Wallace. Let's John Wallace, Ernie Davis. Okay. Let's hear it. Bombas. Bombas, a company built from the ground up around the idea of sock donations, okay. has donated more than 8 million socks to those in need. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Socks are one of those things, man. <sighs> Keep your feet warm. If you're ever outside in the cold, even for like an hour, yeah. you're like, oh, thank God. God yes. for socks. Yes, socks almost more than shoes in a way. Didn't like, like didn't like foot health kill as many people in Vietnam as like the oh, war itself. Fascinating, and I would believe that. Yeah, just like gangrene exactly. and just like ew. improper footwear, dude. There is something to be said for I once played a game of um, if you had one wish, what would it be? Mm-hmm. With a group of really fun people. Mm-hmm. Chris Smith's brother was one of mm-hmm. them. My friend Boner was another one. It was like kind of like just like guys I don't usually hang out with, and I'm yeah. really curious what all of your answers well, would what be. What are we prioritizing? Yeah. One guy said, uh, if I had one wish, I would uh, – every basketball shot I took, it always went to. That's a nice one. He was like, because not only will it be like fun and people will get a kick out of it, but then I'll be in the NBA. Pretty nice. All of these things. Pretty good. Chris Smith's brother yes. said, I don't need a lot with my wish. I just want to wake up every morning and have a new pair of socks waiting for me. Amen. And I thought – I was like, <laughs> You're, you are a human-balanced diet. That's good. You're balanced yeah. with ideas like that. That's Tim, right. Tim Smith. That's right. But this company, Bombas, donated Don't. 8 million Amazing. free pairs of socks to people in need. That's really great. Yeah. That's super, super good. Like mm. we said, foot health. Foot That's health. no joke, man. Yeah. Foot health is real. Right on. Wear those socks. Want to pick another number while yeah, I got it open? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go 32. 32. Yes. Another good basketball number. Let's go number. 32. Rolling up on 32. Roll up on it, Bill. Again, we are talking about good news. Yep. Good news from 2018. Number 32. Good yes. news from 2018. Okay. Herds of more than 200 goats okay. are being hired by the Portuguese government Portugal again. to prevent catastrophic wire, wildfires. How? Eat the land. Eat oh. all of the potentially dried The dry out, brush. Of course. Great. Just acceptable. Now, the good news there being... No more wildfires. No more wildfires. The bad news there is goats being manipulated for human gain. I guess so. But is that bad? I don't know. The, the illustration, you mentioned that each one comes yes. with uh, an illustration. Yes. I don't think it's bad because this goat is wearing a cute fire uh, fireman costume Good. and he's holding a hose. Okay. Like you said, humans need a purpose. Goats need a purpose as well. Right. Yes. So the fire goats in Portugal <laughs> are eating the woods and hopefully the country won't burn down. The fire goats. That's right. Could you ever see yourself being anything of being a firefighter? Yeah. You could? Yeah. What, Billy? I actually considered it not too seriously, but like last year. I was really trying to – because volunteer firefighters 
you don't have to. That's not a full time job. It can be. Yes. But it's not a full time job. Yes. You can also contribute to firehouses, uh-huh. and you can kind of just like volunteer for mm-hmm. firefighters. Mm-hmm. I have firefighters in my family. Mm-hmm. There's something. And it really kind of scratches the macho mm-hmm. part of my body, mm-hmm. like my mind. Mm-hmm. A fireman, a hero. Yeah. It's different than a cop to me. Yes. A fireman is something different, and I don't, I don't want to go into why I prefer one yes. to the other, but yes. a fireman is something different. And I do think I'd like it. I, I, I do think I'd like it. I do think I'd like the training. I do think I'd like the mission yes. of going in. And I, I think that the, it, re- it requires a certain – Attitude, and there's also a camaraderie of like firehouses. No doubt, there's a sort of no fraternity doubt. type vibe that's yep. like also very nice. Like, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Go to the firehouse. Nowhere else to go. Go hang out at the firehouse. Yeah. Clean the trucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, make, make food for the guys. Yes, and then there's a deep public good. I mean, what a public service! Like we fight fires, especially here in California. There are fires constantly. Yeah, and it's like firefighters are critical. Yeah, critical. Yeah, to life in California. Yeah, fighting fires is a part of daily life for better. I, and worse. I think that it's a good. It's a real heroic Cool, thing. Bill. I think it's a real heroic thing. And cool, I wouldn't Billy. even put it past me. Like, I think that I may. Awesome, dude. I really genuinely think I may some, at some point. You, you, I, I, th- I thought I knew everything about you. That was real. I was act- actually surprising to hear. Yeah. Cool. I, I think that that is where I might end up one day. Hell yeah, Bill. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Great. Yeah, man. I'll come visit you at the firehouse. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, who's pick? You up, Bill. Okay. You, you uh, up. You up, Bill. I up? You up. I up. I pick <laughs> you numero, up. numero dos. Numero dos, all the way back to the begin. Scrolling, okay, here we go. Scrolling, Number scrolling. two, scrolling, scrolling. Number two. Okay, here we go. Another good thing. This is, you mentioned this already. Okay. Bear Company creates six-pack rings that feed turtles instead of killing them. Edible. Great. Gnaw on them. 22. Go again. 22. Sticking with the two theme. 22. Here we go. 22. Good news. Dying dad... Gets kidney transplant thanks to T-shirt in need of kidney he wore around Disney World while on vacation with his family. Hold up. Dying dad. Oh, he wore a shirt that said, I need a kidney at Disney World. Someone walked up to him and was like, yo, I got a kidney. That's right. Wow. And it worked. (laughs) Hmm. Now, I'm going to – that's wonderful. That is very heartwarming. Uh, uh, We were discussing the sort of GoFundMe trend of like crowdsourcing medical coverage. Yeah. And it is – there is an element of that that is super heartwarming, human kindness, empathy. Oh, my God. He wore this thing to Disney World. It it worked. But let's talk about the truth of the matter. (laughs) It's like that isn't how health – that isn't how medicine and healthcare should work. work. Right. (laughs) I mean like we've been backed into this corner. Right. Because health insurance is so expensive and – medical I don't know you but take this yeah like right but that that is heartwarming and that I, is wonderful I'm so happy for that man yeah I really I wish the, that weren't the circumstance the good news is the man yes. but the, the great gesture is the stranger it is yeah that's, that's amazing that's really where I think the good news like he yeah. survived great yes but the, the gesture Sweet. of like humans have you ever seen those articles on BuzzFeed that are like this will like a reinforce your faith in humanity. Yes. They usually come around the end of the year yes. and it's just like these beautiful things. Yes. Someone who like left like a little gift for a mother in need yeah. or all these kind of things. Yeah. Someone paid the parking ticket of someone, you know, all yes. those kind of things. Yes. They are some of the best articles on the internet. Little acts of altruism. And this feels like one of those yeah. things. This also feels like you can make it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take our word for it. No facts. But uh but that's that's kind human kindness. Human kindness. Giving a kidney. Giving a kidney. Are you an organ donor? I am an organ donor. Yeah, that's on your card? Like yeah. on your a license That's or on my driver's license. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if so I that am. means when I die, they take my organs and give them away. Yeah. Oh, it's the least I could do. Yeah. Take them. I just found that a bunch of my family members have done that too. Take them. Yeah. 
I'm not using them. Straight to science. Take them. There was a guy, this is like pre-internet or early internet, who he was like 80 years old, dying, a little mm-hmm. old, mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, on his mm-hmm. way out. And he, ever since he was a kid or like a teenager, he, he was one girlfriend, one wife wow. his whole life. Wow. He had a running joke. One day I'm going to go to Harvard. Like, I'm going to prove to you that I'll go to Harvard <laughs> one day. One day I'm going to go to Harvard. Yes. It became this running joke. Yes. My family was always like, he's going to be the oldest freshman uh, of all time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Passes away. And uh, his wife gets something in the mail. She's surprised she didn't know he was an organ donor. Where is his organs being donated? Harvard <laughs> Amazing. University. Amazing. The man uh, held true to his word. Funny. He went to Harvard after all. If the, you had the to, jokes on you. If you had to choose where your organs would go, mm-hmm. do you have a particular institution or somewhere that you had? A, here's a weird small example. Del Close, who was like the father of improv, right. who like invented improv. Right. He had a funny little thing in his will, I guess, where his skull – he donated to the Goodman Theater in Chicago to be used in every subsequent production of Hamlet to be Yorick's skull. There you go. And it's like, that's cool. That's yeah. a fun use of your body, of yeah, your dead body. For sure. Yeah. I think I might send my ass to my enemy's house so they can kiss it. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Got it? Hell yeah. Good news, 2019. All you have to do is make an enemy, Bill. Hey, enemy. Yeah, yeah. Kiss my dead ass. <laughs> that's. I'm going to get a tattoo on my ass that says, Kiss it. That's hilarious. Okay. So funny. And that is the first episode (laughs) of 2019. Kiss my dead ass. I'm mailing my dead ass to all of my enemies for them to kiss it. Each one gets it for a day just to kiss it and mail it on to the next enemy. There's also a little list with everyone's address. It's like, please forward this to this enemy. There's a chain mail element to it. Yeah. But that is hilarious. This, the good news episode. Good news. Ending on a kiss my dead ass reference. I'm in a great mood now. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the for the 2019 yes. No Joke Podcast. Welcome 2019. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks again. That was a HeadGum Podcast.